A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 21, beginning at the 12th verse. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defence in advance. For I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents or brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You'll be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words that come from my mouth be inspired by your Holy Spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, there, there is uh, a bit of a theme that flows uh, through uh, the Feast of Christ the King all the way uh, to uh, Christmas Day, which has the sense of the apocalyptic about it. Uh, I have to admit, I did read uh, this passage yesterday thinking to myself, what will I share this morning? And thought, oh my goodness, another one about suffering. <laughs> And then I thought to myself, well, it has been one of those years. And then I remembered the famous words of Psalm 40, how long, O Lord? <laughs> and yes, there has been a sense about this year that we have been in, that it has been one of unsettledness, upsetness, uh, suffering. Um, there has been, particularly if you look at different parts of the world, uh, you can't help but feel blessed in Australia, but at the same time, our own liberties have been uh, put under new levels of restrictions. Uh, we ourselves have had to endure uh, difficulties that we haven't had to do so before in a very long time. But I have been uh, reminded a couple of times uh, throughout this season, and I was reminded afresh uh, yesterday uh, by um, an Anglican uh, clergyman who's also a historian that some of you may have uh, heard of, John Dixon, um, who is um, uh, doing a, a great new series of podcasts uh, called Undeceptions, um, which he tries to, basically it's a, it's, a, it's a Christian mythbuster type of podcast, which I'm quite enjoying. Uh, but he did say, uh, just almost as an aside in one of his recent episodes, that the idea of pandemics and the church's response to them is nothing new. Uh, it has happened multiple times throughout human history. Uh, the closest one that, that, um, that we might be able to associate with is the Spanish flu. 
but throughout all of history and particularly in the early church. The, the idea of uh, pandemics, although they, they probably used words like plagues, um, was commonplace. And interestingly enough, the church 2,000 years is still here. Having gone through those uh, traumatic moments in human history where people were worried about whether we would survive as society, a culture, but more importantly, as a church. And even though uh, it does seem like things are beginning to open up, particularly in Queensland, uh, announcements yesterday about allowing people from my birthplace uh, in in suburban Sydney to come up and visit us uh, after December 1. And maybe I know some of uh, you who are from Victoria might be excited that Victorian family members can perhaps join that, uh, that throng uh, to, uh, late, later today. I think there's an expectation of an announcement uh, for that. Um, can I encourage you though to continue uh, with that last verse in this passage? By your endurance, you will gain your souls. Because I don't think we're out of the season altogether. I do believe that there's more to come. Hopefully it won't be uh, at the level that we've experienced. And I do pray that there will be um, an easing across the world. But we will be called to endure even more. And we've just finished a series on making God possible uh, to those around us. And there's a, a great little uh, verse in this passage, which I know I've preached on before, is that, uh, that Jesus says to his followers that he will give you the words of wisdom, that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. But I think entrenched uh, to that passage is the concept of endurance. That part of being able to have access to those words when they come up, how we make God possible to others through our words and through our actions is in part to do with how we endure. Now, there's been lots of different types of endurance that I've seen uh, both within and outside of the church uh, throughout this year. Uh, some of that endurance was to completely deny that there, there was anything wrong with the world and just insistently go about our normal work. And some have endured that way. And on the complete opposite end of the scale, there are some that are completely withdrawn and hidden away, afraid to come out until it all goes back to normal. Might I suggest that Christians are called to endure in a Christ-like and a godly manner. But what does that mean, I guess? It does mean that we have a sense of boldness and bravery. But it also means that we have to have a sense of purpose and perspective that we find from a sense of withdrawal and inner peace I'm not sure how we can have the words and access to the words that the Holy Spirit will provide if we're not actually immersed in the words of Scripture and the power of the Holy Spirit around us. 
And I'm not sure how we do that with a sense of solitude and personal reflection, but also without a sense of community and engagement with those around us. It's not an either or, it's both. The Christian faith has always been a solitary faith, a personal call to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. But the Christian faith has always been a corporate faith, sharing and showing that love of Christ, exercising the gifts and talents with and for each other, Part of endurance is to balance the tension between the two. Anglicans are known as a people of balance, of scripture, reason and tradition. But as we enter this Advent season, I pray that we can have a balance of the personal and the corporate. And as we continue to endure as we seek out that balance, as we maybe crave some of that quiet space that we haven't been able to find, or as maybe we start to make ourselves more accessible to others that we might not have done so for a while, as we wrestle with the tension, we will find that we will be formed, we'll be equipped and we'll be enabled And so when the time comes for us to give an account of the hope that is within us, we may indeed be given the words and the wisdom that none of our opponents can withstand or contradict. Amen.